Hello. Welcome. Welcome. We welcome you. Welcome. Welcome along. Welcome along. Yeah, that's what the uh, DJ say. The welcome along. Uh, this is the very, very first Celpiolami podcast. My name is Edgar. Um, my name is Bryce. Uh, we're very happy to have you listening. We've, uh, we know you've been waiting a very long time for this, and uh, here it is. We hope to not disappoint you. Uh, yeah, we're going to play you uh, a tune now to uh, to to kick things off. Uh, this is Organ Solo Fantasia by Orlando Gibbons. until the 19th century. Bryce? The Fantasia was the most abstract form of instrumental music. Apparently, uh, it's not built on the in-nominee theme. Uh, in this kind of music, says Mori, the composer, taketh a point, a subject, at this pleasure, and wrestleth and turneth. It is... I can't read this, man. What the hell does it say? It's nice, anyway. It's nice. Oh, back to you. Oh, thanks, man. So, uh, it's pretty nice, but uh, I think we've all had enough of that, haven't we? Yeah, that was lovely, man. Good. Now, it's time for our next segment. So this is a segment of the show where we're going to be talking about science stuff. It's not just lightsaber and hoverboard news. Uh, we just uh, that was my clever name for it. But uh, this week, it is just lightsaber and hoverboard news. So the first thing we're going to be talking about, we've been watching a uh, a TV show uh, with Michi 
Michihiko Kaku. Uh, yeah, something the, like that, man. A uh, theoretical physicist from, he works in New York State University. Uh, that's right, isn't it, man? Um, yeah, he's done quite a few programs as well about um, he, uh, the future. He's a futurist as well. He is also a futurist. Yeah, what does that mean? Uh, he predicts the future. Oh, I see. Oh, I see. Uh, so uh, in this one in particular that we watched, uh, he was talking about the lightsaber and uh, the uh, the concept of building a real lightsaber. An actual working lightsaber. Actual yeah, working right. lightsaber. So do you want to take us off and uh, explain his first concept and uh, how, he, how he arrived at his... His deliberations, etc. Um, well, yeah. I mean, he was he was thinking about uh, physically making a lightsaber, uh, a a beam of light which can stop uh, at, at, a, at a certain length, a three foot length. Okay. Um, yeah, and uh, he he seems to think it was possible, but not so much in the way of the movie. No, no. Probably. Well, when I imagine a lightsaber, I imagine a laser sword. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's but, exactly uh, right. Th- this was his sword. first angle of attack. And uh, he he couldn't make this work. He couldn't use theoretical physics. Uh, he he seemed to come up against uh, several different kinds of impossibility. Where uh, basically, if you could manage to make the laser uh, magnificent enough and powerful enough, it would still uh, burn your face off and shoot the ceiling off down. Oh yeah, because because uh, it would just go on forever and ever. Uh, forever uh, and no ever. Stopping the light. Yeah. So he he acts that concept and. Uh, he toyed around with a few other ideas, but he, he later settled on plasma. Uh, can you explain what plasma is to the audience? No. Yes, the uh, plasma, uh, as, he, as he was putting it, um, is a uh, high-intensity heat, uh, and it's just using um, oxygen and electricity. That's correct. That is what he said. I don't know if it's correct. Uh, no, that is correct. It is what he said. Yeah, man. Uh, and it's what I know. Okay, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, it's the it's the fourth state I've been told, but uh, fourth state. I don't know. Uh, it's not a gas or a a thing or a, like a water. <laughs> it's not, it's none of those. It's, no, it's, it's the other. It's the other thing. Yeah, it's like right. it's like a fire, isn't it? Um, no, it's not like really. Well, no, it's like like it's 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 not a fire, but it's like a fire. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It's like uh, it's what the sun is made of. Yes, that yes. is exactly right. Yes, so it's the stuff that the what the sun is what made of. What? And, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so he wants to make the lightsaber out of this, but you can't make a lightsaber out of the sun because it's a sphere. Yeah, uh, and it's also way, way too hot. Yeah, it's uh, too hot. It's too big. It'd suck you into it, and it's uh, it's far away. So he thought what he could do is uh, build a lightsaber. Uh, <laughs> He he was gonna build the handle, and inside the handle he he invented some magic batteries out of, uh, <laughs> out of nanos. No no, um, the <laughs> well, within inside the handle inside um, the handle inside the handle is uh, his idea to get the power. This comes uh, later on in the show. Okay. Um, the power needed would have to be huge. Huge. Um, we're talking like the amount of power used for a small city sort of thing. Okay. Okay. Um, and the way to get around this would be to use nano technology and nano make, batteries and yes. make nano batteries yeah that's right um, okay so, so he's, he's got the nano batteries to provide the power yeah like a hand. trillion batteries like and uh, then in, in uh, yeah. he need he made a pipe which a sort of telescopic pipe which shot out of the handle like a, just like a toy lightsaber does um, yeah. yeah exactly like that yeah but yeah. the uh, the instead of just being made of like uh, cheap nail, nylon plastic that boings around uh, this one is made out of 
ceramic. It's, it's made of ceramic. It's made out of ceramic. It's like a special sort of ceramic. Yeah, like the ceramic yeah. what will go in a, a kiln when you fire a cup or a plate. Yeah, uh, it can it can withstand up to four thousand degrees C, which is pretty no, Fahrenheit. Warm. Yes, Fahrenheit. Fahrenheit. Uh, so it, the the thing pops out and it yeah. squirts some gas up, and with the power from the batteries, it hots it all up, oh, and yeah. that's a lightsaber. He, he, another problem with the laser sword variation mm. on the lightsaber was you could not fence because they would just no. whiz through one another. But with the central it. solid core, uh, you could fence. Yeah. But I think, I think, I know Michihi Kokaku thinks that this was pretty clever, but uh, I don't think you could fence with this because I don't think the ceramic would work. I think it would be too brittle. Um, I think you're right. Uh, I think it would probably just smash. I think if oh. you took a, a good swing at another one, the same, uh, I think you'd end up, but then you'd have a mm. big hole in your ceramics where all your uh, all the fire, pl- all the, the plasma, the, the plasma, thank you, all the, all the fire would squirt out everywhere and uh, that would be very dangerous. You would definitely burn your faces off. Yeah, you would burn each other's faces off. But there was another more immediate flaw, was there not? Uh, um. To provide the power for the plasma, you you only need two things. You need gas, which the gas is the oxygen, the oxygen in, the air, in the air, which surrounds you. And, uh, and the, the other thing was the electricity, Coming which is in the magic uh, batteries. Uh, which magic very batteries, yeah. Uh, but he said it needed... What was it? Four hundred cubic feet of air per second. Per second, yeah. Yeah, that's that's like uh, a big room. Yeah, look look, look around you right now. Look that, around that's, you now. That's more air that surrounds you right now. Unless you're outside. Yeah. Uh, but yes, yeah, if true. you're inside and you switched on your lightsaber, as far as I can gather, it would suck all the oxygen and the rest of the gases out of the room, yeah. and uh, the shirt off you and your pants. Uh, perhaps it might pull your hairs off, maybe even your skin. Uh, and uh, So you'd, essentially you'd be having a, a horrible nudie um, yeah, saber it, fight. It could even just suck you inside it and mince you up and squirt you out like some kind of delicious pate. But it will be cooked. So yes, it will be well cooked. It will be very well done. Uh, so, yeah, th- those are reasons why Professor Michihi Kokaku didn't make a lightsaber. Uh, but he's great. Don't don't get us wrong. We think he's totally great. He's totally awesome, man. He's totally great. But uh, yeah, I still didn't think it would work. No. No. Uh, the next thing we have is the Spider Three Arctic. This is a a well. Uh, what is it, man? This this is this is a an amazingly powerful laser. Um, it's like uh, remember those uh, pointer laser pointers you might have. Yeah. Uh, with a, there was yeah, a, they, they got banned from school. Yeah, and, and you could and, put a little yeah. filter on the end to make a. A uh, a bottom, or a uh, the shape of uh, a crucifix. If you want to, man. Yeah. yeah, you remember you you could get a little diode which went over the end, and you could make a a, a little swastika sign or something. <laughs> no, perhaps not. Perhaps perhaps it was a beautiful love heart or a uh, set of lips. Oh, that's nice, man. That's yeah, nice. they're more those things, not the bad things that I said. The nice no. things. Yeah. No. But whatever you do, don't try and uh, kiss with the laser because you'll probably blind someone. Don't kiss the laser. No, like using the lips. Don't as, kiss as your lips with the laser. If you want. What are you talking about? You man? just said, man. You said like the the shape of the lips uh, on the end of the laser. Oh, okay. Uh, yes. Whatever. Move on, man. Move okay. on. Okay. So this is uh, the Spider Three Arctic laser, and these guys got in big trouble because it's it's a laser pointer. It's a one watt laser pointer, which sounds like very little, but uh, it's 
it was at time of printing, uh, these details were deemed to be correct. It was uh, the most powerful commercial laser which you could purchase. And uh, it's pretty awesome, man. Oh, it's uh, really I, awesome, man. They, they like, it sounds a little bit lame. They can like light a match with it, which you can do a, on a matchbox, and that's that's not so clever. No, but pointing a light. But pointing uh, a light at a match and it, and it like, go yeah, on fire, man. That's they're pretty, pretty cool. cool. Yeah, they're pretty cool. Also, I saw on a movie... Uh, I watched a movie the other day, Tron 2, on, Tron 2. Legacy. Uh, he zapped the security cameras with a laser. And uh, I'm pretty sure you could do that, man. Yeah, I think man. that would work. Okay. We'll, uh, we'll try it. After this show, we'll go out and buy one and try it. And rob a store. <clears throat> okay, man. Okay. We'll, we'll let you know what happens next time. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, they're, they're pretty fun. Uh, we're going to put in the show notes the the link to their web address because they have a fantastic video which contains no actual footage of the laser it's merely footage of the story of George Lucas becoming annoyed because a reporter compared the laser which is obviously meant to look like a lightsaber very very much so to a lightsaber and uh, he was angry and apparently or something so uh, yeah Uh, so that was pretty nice so uh, yeah uh, go and look at the link it's a uh, I'm gonna say it's animated, but uh, I use the term very loosely. Hmm. Yeah, that's right. Uh. Uh, so, okay, the last thing we've got to talk about in the lightsaber and hoverboard news right now here is a uh, is a guy called Nils G- uh, Bryce. Do you wanna do you wanna say this guy's name? No, man. Um, go on, go for it. Um, okay, uh, it's it's Nils. Guadagran. N- yeah, that's Gua- right. Guad- it's Nils Guadagin. Nils Guadagin. Nils Guadagin. Nils Guadagin. Nils Guadagin. Okay, but for I, he's a student, and uh, he made the Back to the Future hoverboard. Uh, obviously, he didn't make it work really, like really, because you can't... Uh, because Michi Heiko Haiku would have done it by now on his show if you could really do it. Oh, but uh, he built it so it really floats. It's pretty sweet. Don't let me put you off going to look at it and thinking that it's great. Uh, he's built a hoverboard and it, it really genuinely floats. But he he has to work it on a special podium, right? Um, yeah, it's like a, a, a sort of like a tabletop sort of display cabinet top. So yeah, it's yeah. like an installation yeah. piece. Oh, yeah, yeah. But it's a beautiful thing. Oh, and it's, it's a perfect replica. It's amazing. It's a beauty. Uh, it's the sort of thing that you would have, uh, I would imagine, what's the Pixar guy called? The guy with his shirt. The guy with his shirts. Yeah, oh, you um, know. Yeah, jo- John Lasseter. Thank you, man. Right. The John Lasseter, if, if you go into his office, it's the sort of like office uh, trinket that he would have in there. Yeah. And just like, oh yeah, that's just my amazing posh hoverboard real thing. Yeah. Um, how would you say it works, man? Um, I'm thinking along the lines of those sort of floaty globe things. Floaty globe. Oh, uh, um, yeah. I think like you're probably example, right. Yeah. I think. Uh, I think it's solid state magnets. It's fixed magnets, and uh, yeah, they're in the board and in the base. But I think he's had to create some sort of dish of magnetic field. Otherwise. You know when it, you know all the times when you've tried to get one magnet and balance it on top of another magnet so it's floating. Yeah, no way, man. No way. No. And Impossible. it just like points around and traps your finger. Uh, it doesn't do this. It seems to work pretty nicely. So I think he's made some sort of dish effect. Either that, or he has access to a superconductor that we know not of. 
Yeah, or he does actually have a hoverboard that works. Or, or it's just a working yeah, hoverboard. But he'd be tearing up the streets, surely. Of course. Of course. So basically, that's it. We'll, we'll, we'll right. include that in the show notes so you can go and look at the hoverboard. Okay, remember, Nils Gwadgadinginin. That's his name. N-I-L-S Gwadgadinginin. Yeah. So uh, also, if you have anything that you think the... Uh, the vast listening public should know about uh, send it in to us and we'll watch it and uh, we'll scan it with our critical eyes yep uh, well, and who do we send uh, who do they send it to man what's, uh, what's our address it's cell underscore pierre underscore lemmy at hotmail dot com okay nice and that that address is on our website which is cell pierre lemmy dot co dot cc okay nice that's dot cc uh like this. Uh, there was a C and then another C. Uh, that's because uh, if you opt for the CC URL rather than the .com or the .co.uk, you can get it free. So uh, now we're going to spin up a tune for you. Are you guys ready for a tune? I bet you are. Yeah. Uh, this, is, uh, the, this is the band Gallops and the track is called Bryce, what's the track called? It's called Equadual. That's right. The Just track is called Equadual. <laughs>
Okay, so that was that was a brief tasty slice of Gallops Echo Odal. If you want to listen to that track and many others, uh, then you can go to their MySpace, which is uh, Gallops Band MySpace something. Uh, we'll put it in the show notes. Okay, so now it's time for our next segment. Okay, so this section is uh it's all about the uh the moving images. So we've got like uh the YouTube things and small things off the internet, but we've got big things too, like uh movies and TV shows. Uh yeah. That that cut that cuts cuts it square in a <laughs> in a piece of paper and you, you mean it gets through to the, the yeah. hole and then you can see the T V set. Yeah, you're trying to say that cuts to the point? No, no that's not right. I, I have no idea what I was trying to say, man. You cut something out, but anyway. It's, it's about TV stuff and oh, okay. stuff. Good, good, good. Uh, so, what have you been watching, guys? Um, yo, uh, one of the... Well, we'll first talk uh, about uh, Walking Dead. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, Walking Dead, uh, if you um, know anything about it, uh, it, it started off as a graphic novel, yeah? A graphic novel. Okay, um, and it, it it was coming out. Uh, was it once a month? No, I think initially like it came out weekly initially, well, but that's, then that's it, good going. then it uh, it became monthly. But now they've started releasing the comics uh, one a week uh, in a one one uh, small. It's like twenty four pages. Yeah, it's like an almost like an episode. Yeah, like yeah, one, one episode, one episode. and it, they're releasing it from the beginning, a comic a week, and it's like three dollars or something. Yeah, that's cool. But you can also get it as um, a collection uh, in a book or a collection of like 12 yeah, there's, comics there's in one go. Yeah, there's and dozens of ways to buy it. It's totally confusing. Yeah. You can no buy matter. it in 1s or 12s or 6s or 24s or you can buy all of it. Or uh, if you wanted to, you could buy none of it. Yeah, but you should buy it. But you uh, should it's buy really it. It's good. great. It's totally great. Anyway, so yeah, so um, uh, is, is it Channel f- no, not Channel Four. What am I talking about, man? It's, it's uh, AMC. AMC. It's the guy. It's from the guys who brought you Mad Men, the <laughs> the uh, the other thing. What they did. That's a good plug, man. Um, so yeah, so they have uh, turned it into um quite an amazing series. It's it's absolutely disgusting. It's ace. Yeah, it's fantastic, but it's a uh, it's a disappointing six episodes long. Well, yeah, um, they blew all their budget, obviously. It's it's away. it's magical. It's it's wonderful, but it's. Disappointingly short, the series. I think AMC were yeah. were just commissioning a very short series just to make sure people would watch it. Yeah, to because test, if test nobody water, watches man. it, they can't sell any advertising space. Ipso facto, QED, no show. But uh, I'm pretty certain people did watch it. Yeah, uh, yeah I'm, I, I'm I fully sure expect a second series of more episodes. Yeah, definitely. Um, so uh, yeah, um, we were going to talk about um uh, the main character. Okay, uh, over to you, because okay. you know his name. I've forgotten, man. The main character's name is Andrew Lincoln. The actor's name is Andrew Lincoln. Yeah, the, a- the actor, man, yeah. Okay, okay, I can't remember the character's name, though. He's called Griff. The main character's called Griff. <laughs> it's definitely Griff. not Griff, man. Griff. Gr- <laughs> it's Rick. Rick. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, so uh, Andrew Lincoln is uh, is a... British guy is, is yeah, well, yeah. Well, I'm pretty certain he's a British guy he was in Teachers and he played an, an egg on another TV show apparently <laughs> someone was telling <laughs> an me egg. yeah that's right uh, 
and uh, yeah, he does an American accent, but uh, I'm assuming that uh, he's been living in the States for a long time because he sounds like a he sounds like a new statesman. He sounds like a he sounds, an, nice. he sounds like a, a a cowboy. He sounds like an American man. Yeah, he well, does un- very, unlike very good the job. Uh, the guy that I was talking about the other day. Um, the you, you guy from Nicholas Cage. No, no, not him. Um, the other one. Uh, uh, don't be afraid to touch your face. Uh, what? That, Theo. The, the, no, no, the Lockstock guy. Theo. Um, who, who's Anthony John... Hopkins. No, 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 no. Oh, no, I know. Man, you're talking about Crank. You're yeah, the Crank guy. Yeah, Jensen yeah. Strentham. <laughs> Jensen. That's definitely not his name, man. Jensen Strentham. Okay. Yeah, I know. I know yeah. who he is. Uh, anyway, so I think he's got quite a bonkers American accent. Yeah, well, um, he's I might supposed be wrong, to be English too, American, but, but um, I don't think he is. I don't know. Anyway, whatever. So, yeah, The Walking Dead. It's a TV show. Uh, the guy who wrote the comic originally was... Uh, he loved zombie fiction. He was besotted. But uh, he was always disappointed with the end of a movie because it was never the end. Unless everybody dies... Or all the zombies have been defeated, then it's not the end. There would be more things that would happen. So, uh, in serializing it in comic form, he circumnavigated this problem. Yeah, because uh, it, the uh, tagline to it is um, an ongoing story of survival. I think is that is that right, man? Okay, is Something that like the that? tagline for the comic? Or the yeah, TV yeah, yeah, for the comic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, they've done a super great job. They've obviously thrown like a buttload of money at it. And uh, the zombies aren't all like CG and horrible. No, like, no, they got real zombies. In. They got real zombies in, yeah. yeah, yeah. They got real people and injected them with the uh, the norovirus. Yes, and then they died. And then they and, uh, died. And then about they a week back. later, uh, they they were all rounded up and then taught how to act. Yeah, uh, it's amazing. The the making yeah. of on YouTube is uh, really it's amazing, quite man. disturbing. It's amazing. Yeah, there's a good time lapse of uh, one of the uh, zombies. Um, just being made up, you know. You yeah, obviously all that was not true. It's a person with like a latex face and some paint that. and things. You're giving away the secret, man. Oh, I'm sorry. Hollywood magic. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, so that's Ace, man. This is it's a really good uh, uh, series. Um, yeah, everyone should watch it. Yeah, if you have read the comic, don't think oh, I won't watch it. I already know what happens. Totally watch it because it's a little bit different. It starts off very similar, but then they go further and further apart as the series progresses. Yeah. Uh, but it's it's got like the same vibe. It feels it feels good. It same feels vibe, very well cast. Yes, yeah, um, extremely well cast. It's um, just as disgusting uh, as the comics. It's pretty gross. It's, it's fan. Ace. It's fantastic. <laughs> it's great. It's yeah. So bloody. we totally recommend you watch that. I realize we're a little bit behind with that piece of information. Uh, it came out. Uh, it began in October last year it aired on the Halloween day Uh, so uh, if you're already into like horror things you probably already know about it but I recommend it for anybody who can stomach a scary thing like that Uh, okay so what else have you been watching man yeah Um, uh, you showed me uh, something Um, it's called uh, Blue Roses um, that's the band, yeah. And that's totally uh, right. Yeah, uh, and the track is called "Double uh, Doubtful." Not double. No, it's not doubly comfort. It's doubtful comfort. That's correct. Yeah. Yes. Um, but the reason this is so interesting, man, is uh, I, I just I think it's ace. Uh, it's 3D camera shift music video. That's uh, correct. But but not 3D as you as you kids know it. No, it's it's crazy. Uh, explain. Well, uh, normally 
there's a few ways to do 3D. You can do anaglyph 3D, which is the old school, like, blue or green and red lens glasses. And uh, that makes, like, some of the color going to one eye and some of the color going to the other eye. And that makes the 3D go. Or you can do it with polarized lenses, like what they do in the movies. Or you can do it with shutter glasses, which are super expensive. Or, I've seen some other videos on YouTube where you watch it and it's just two pictures side by side. And you sit it and you go cross-eyed at the screen, like a magic eye picture. Oh, yeah, cool. And it, it totally works. But this one is a, a fifth way or something. It's, it's a way that isn't really 3D. Yeah, uh, so what they do, they have your two cameras set up like a normal 3D setup. And uh, once you have both sets of footage, they sort of like fasten the two times of footage together like a zipper on the timeline. So it yeah. goes camera A, camera B, 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 camera, but really fast. So it goes one frame is camera A, and then camera B, and then camera A, and camera B, camera A, and camera B. So yeah, but it just camera shakes B. around. It just shakes around from side to side. But you can see a sort of three D effect, like, like the bullet time effect. Uh, if instead of going in a circle around the object, it just sort of like convulsed in front of right, it really quickly. Yeah. Uh, so it's it's not the sort of thing that you want to watch if you're feeling a little bit delicate. But uh, it's an interesting experiment. Yeah. And that is why I included it. So yeah, we'll so include that in the show that, notes. That can be seen on uh, YouTube. Yeah. That's on YouTube, but we'll put a link to it so you can find it more easily. Cool. Uh, what else? What else do we have down here? Uh, and then on the the third one um, is uh, it's called Who's Out There, um, and this was uh, a show made in 1975. Yep. Um, uh, uh, and it was uh, presented by Orson Welles. It was. Um, yeah, the crazy um, orangutan-looking man, as Emily would say. Uh, so yeah, uh, and, and it's um, is uh, Who's Out There? So. Um, it's it's about space and if there is life uh, out there, yeah. Yeah, that's totally right, man. So uh, it's got like famous scientists on it. If you're interested in like famous scientists who worked in space exploration in the, the mid seventies, uh, Carl Sagan is there. Yeah, that's the only one I can pretty much. Yeah, me too, man. I don't know any of the other guys, but they're there's like they're Nobel Prize winners. They're like totally notable people, but they're absolutely unanimous that they're, they're completely adamant that there will be life on other planets uh, reasonably locally. They, the phrase that they use is uh, life uh, in the solar system will be the norm rather than the exception. Yeah, yeah. And that's what scientists thought in the 70s. Uh, it's pretty awesome. It's, it's worth watching for the soundtrack alone. Uh, yeah? What, what what I can't remember what what's it goes like that yeah I remember now that, yeah, it's great thing, it's a great show it's 30 minutes long and that's also available on YouTube it's a public domain thing it's been released to the public domain so if we had a clip we could play it for you but we don't no um but it is awesome it is um, awesome okay cool Okay, should we should we hit you up with another track now? Okay, we have uh, this is from Faust, the uh, the opera Faust. This is called Mist. Oh. 
This is called Mustifo Hee's Serenade and it's by Paul Palenkon. <laughs> releases and uh, you've seen a poster on the tube where else would you see the latest you've seen them in the store um, in the nudie mags in the nudie mags yeah you've seen them on uh, illegal download sites you you're, you're, you know all about the new releases we're not interested in bringing you with that we want to show you more interesting more nourishing more satisfying more delicious more more wholesome um, games with uh, worse graphics. Uh, yeah, well, let's say uh, uh, simple graphics. Humble, yeah, humble? or, or uh, rustic. That doesn't really work, does it? No. Uh, no. Uh, eight bit. Okay, yeah, that makes okay, sense. Yeah. In this okay, order? in this instance, certainly. <clears throat> anyway, so we uh, the first game we're going to talk about is a game called Ad Nauseam Two. Uh, I've I played it. Uh, I've been playing it for a little while. Uh, it's very difficult. I showed it to Bryce yesterday. yesterday. Uh, give me your views on this game. Um, um, it's just beyond uh, complicated and uh, mental. Um, it, it, I didn't have a headache 
I played it, I had a headache. But it was good. It, it was a good headache. Uh, yeah, it's so you're you're if you imagine playing uh, R-Type, uh, remember okay. those old games like that? Man? Yeah. So you're talking about some kind of shoot 'em up. Yeah. So you're like a little spaceship uh, flying from the bottom of the screen upwards. Yep. Um, and then uh, like meteorites and asteroids and stuff but imagine that uh, but very colourful and times 100 million trillion light years oh yes yes uh, so it's got a, an awful lot going all the time yeah, and it's yeah. would you say it was a perhaps a techno drum and bass soundtrack I'd say it's quite drum and bassy okay uh, but yeah, very so intense it's an incredibly it's intense soundtrack but uh yeah, there's all the colors and all the spinning graphics, but sort of you can like get into the zone and groove through it and actually play it. If you were sitting behind oh. someone else watching them play it, it just looks like total carnage. Absolute chaos. But when you are playing it, it is a very playable game. Yes, you, you sort of slide through mental. the different layers of graphics with your mind. And uh, you cut in there and you're, you're scooshing and scooshing around and there's things coming towards you and you can go... There's a thing where you can go buff, buff, and it makes all of the things which might be floating at you. It's sort of like, uh, like force pushes them away from you. Yeah, it's the buff key. The buff key. Yeah. So, uh, what's the, uh, what's an example of someone who can like go, huh, huh, and like push like wind away from himself to make things go away, so our friends in their homes or on the train can understand. I don't know, man. Uh, like uh, a like a, a Neo, can a Neo in the Matrix do oh, that sort of thing? Yeah, he yeah, can sort okay. of go, Whoa! and uh, the things like go away from him. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's exactly right. That's I can't. Uh, that, man. This is a, a this is a spoiler for Tron. So anyone who hasn't seen the new Tron, I haven't seen Tron, man. Yeah, well, don't listen there, man. Uh, okay, wait. The, the, okay, okay. Are you not listening? I'm not listening, man. Okay, good. Uh, uh, the Jeff Bridges, man, the dude. Uh, at at one point, he sort of goes. Huh! And makes the things like go or come to him or something, but it was pretty good. Yeah, and that's ad nauseum too. It's a shoot 'em up, but you should totally play. I'm not going to explain where to get it, but uh, we will put it on the uh, we'll put it on the website as to where to get it. It's uh, cactussquid.com. Oh, sorry, man. What? Have you finished? Oh, sorry, man. Hey, hey, Bryce. I've finished talking about the spoiler. You got a bit of a orange fluff on your chin there. I'll just brush that off for you. Yeah, it probably came from you, man. Okay. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, the next game is called Dear Agent. Again, Amazing. could you describe the game and then give yeah, us so your uh, views upon it? Okay. Um, so uh, the game itself is very small, um, like physically small on screen. Um, so that's quite fun. Um, it's like the shape of an envelope, uh, sort of a portrait. Uh, that's how big it would be. Yeah, I so think. it's a lot Pretty taller small. than it is wide. Yeah, that's right. Um and then you are a very tiny little man, uh, probably two or three pixels high, literally that small. Tiny. Uh, and you have to run around, and you have to uh, kill all the other guys by uh, shooting the wall and making um, lava sort of come out, man. But, uh, yeah, but but that's the, not the, the, the main thing. Well, that is the main thing, but uh, graphically-wise, there's just the most mental thing you've ever seen going on in the background. It's just diagonal stripes, just... Always striping down down the screen. It's weird. Yeah, the in the background there's a a diagonal pinstripe two tone effect. So yeah, it's like it. uh, dark gray and light gray, or dark pink and light pink, uh, which scrolls from top left to bottom right, which is also the direction that these stripes don't go. Uh, 
So, so essentially, it's very confusing. Yeah. So, but again, you just sort of like zone, zone through it. it. Out, man. Yeah, man. yeah, you yeah. just get into the groove, and you don't really see it. But yeah, you've got to get your little guy, and you've got to the little the other guys who you kill are terrorists. So it's okay. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Little, you you three, don't three just run around murdering terrorists. people. These are terrorists, so you're allowed to kill them. It's totally fine. No guilt, oh, zero guilt. Uh, and they've got little things too, like uh, I think there's like little TVs that belong to them, and you have to destroy those because terrorists must not be allowed to watch TV. Uh, and they have little uh, what are the things that they have? Little uh, little sort of pointy. Uh, triangle shapes a little pointy triangle shape that needs destroying because terrorists must not be allowed to have pointy triangle shapes no way Uh, also in cahoots with the uh, terrorists are two limbed dragon creatures which uh, can breathe fire at you which is a little unsettling and again terrorists must not have two legged breathing fire breathing uh, beasts that is exactly correct yeah yeah. Uh, but uh, you are equipped with uh, you begin you're equipped with a laser and this laser can shoot through well it can destroy the the TVs and squares and enemies and two-legged breathing dragons and And but it can also shoot through the wall right also the level itself yeah you can if you're not careful you end up shooting too much stuff away and you can't get where you want to go because you've blown up the stairs yeah yeah Um, that's right uh, and and you can shoot out the wall, and the lava will flow downwards uh, and kill all the uh, the bad terrorists and stuff. Uh, but the um, but the lava is is just made of squares. It's amazing. That's right. There's little like uh, little pots of uh, like red li- uh, red liquid. It's it's just like red squares, but it sort of moves around. It dances. It does a little dance. Does a little dance. Dance. Nice. Uh, yeah, and you, if you shoot the side out of the container, it will dribble around using quasi-realistic physics, and uh, that will go on to the enemies if you have uh, engineered it to do so and kill them. Uh, yeah, it's a basically it's a little platformer-based puzzle game, uh, yeah, yeah. and it's really good. It's uh, the same people who made uh, Ad Nauseam Two, uh, Squid, Cactus, Cactus Squid, Squid, Cactus yeah. Squid. And uh, he made it for a competition. I believe he made it in three hours, which... Uh, it's just sickening, man. It's yeah, it, it does upset me a little bit. But uh, I thought it was a, a fabulous little toy. It's only small. It's like four levels long. But it's it's complex and fun and satisfying and nourishing. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, we've got to say, at the beginning of the uh, of each level, um, you have, like, headquarters. Uh, they sort of ring through on a mobile phone. Yeah, uh, to sort of explain what the mission is what about. What the mission is, and how do they sign off, man? They sign off with such a nice little, uh, nice little sign off. Uh, they sign off with hugs and kisses. Hugs and kisses. Hugs That's so nice. And kisses. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. a great game. I totally, you should totally go and play it, unless you've got a Mac, in which case you can't. So you gotta get boot camp or get someone who hasn't got a Mac, so you can go and play it. Uh, we got one more game, which we're gonna talk about. This one's a, a bit of a bigger title. This one's uh, it was released through uh, Steam, which is the Valve distribution system, and it's called Poker Night at the Inventory. Uh, you also played this yesterday. Do you want to uh, give us a, a synopsis and uh, tell us what you think? Uh, yes, uh, it's uh, poker. It's Texas Hold'em poker, um, and it's just as you would imagine playing poker online. Uh, that sort of poker game, anyway. Yeah, um, except the characters are made up of. Uh, the best of mm, how can I say the best of each well most of the characters are of game well most of the characters come from uh, 
Telltale's catalogue of Telltale. games. Uh, so you have uh, you have Tycho from the Penny Arcade, uh, and you also have Strongbad from Strongbad from Strongbad from Strongbad, uh, and uh, there's Max from Sam and Max, yep. and uh, there's also the Heavy from Team Fortress Two. Uh, now he's not involved with Telltale, but they are friends, so he they said he could play. Uh, and yeah, it's nice. The characters are, the the characters are the characters, and uh, they play cards accordingly. So, uh, for example, Max is impetuous, and he will, he will not be like out bluffed, and he will bet all of his money on nothing. Uh, and that that follows through the rest of the characters. It's pretty nice. I think it costs three pounds via the Steam distribution engine. Uh, it's really good. Three it's pounds, man. That's a three pounds for a full working game. Three pounds. It's, it's well, I think the reasoning is it's it is simply a poker a, game. A gimmick, yeah. But a, uh, a gimmicky poker. It game. is very satisfying. If you're going to play poker, playable. it's an excellent poker game to play. I know we said we weren't going to talk about things like this, but I've been playing a Red Dead Redemption. Redemption, yeah. Uh, and it's good, and there's poker in that, and the poker in that, in fairness. Is probably as complex, if not more so, than the Poker Night at the Inventory game. But uh, I'm pretty sure I've spent as much time, if not more, playing Poker Night at the Inventory than I have playing the entire of Red Dead, let alone the poker within. Uh, and that was a three-pound game versus a. Uh, well, it was twenty-two pounds second-hand, but uh, wow. yeah, it's supposed to be a forty-five pounds game. That's ridiculous, man. Yeah, it's good, but but both both excellent games. Lots of fun. So there we go. That's uh, that's the gaining gaming section. If you have any uh, information on games that you'd like to send to us, uh, any suggestions, uh, we'd like to hear about interesting things. So uh, send them on in. What's the website, Bryce? The website is um, Sal Pierre Sal. No, wait, wait. Sal underscore Pierre underscore Lamy at hotmail dot com. That is correct. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so uh, we're gonna. Glide into another piece of music for you here. Uh, this is by the artist Rotten Meat Smelling Car, and the track is called Dog! Exclamation point.
Okay. Jokes. Brace me. Okay. I got a few jokes for you right here. Okay, hit me, because I, I don't know what these are. Okay, no, these are genuine surprises for you. Okay, man. Okay. Are you ready? Okay, yeah. Some of these are... They're convoluted jokes. They're my jokes. I made them up myself. All by myself. They're mine. Uh, but some of them, I don't know. I think they're, they could be described as a, uh, a riddle rather than a joke. Uh, but I'll let you be the the, uh, the judge. Judge. Uh, I'll let you be the judge. Judge. Uh, judge. Uh, and I'll just tell the jokes. So, okay. Are you ready? Yeah, okay, man. Okay. Okay. What do you call it when the man who should have been president instead of George Bush Jr. sings songs about maths-based computer formulas? Whoa. Um, do you want me to read it back to you again? Yeah. Okay. What do you call it when the man who should have been president, instead of George Bush Jr., sings songs about maths-based computer formulas? I don't know, man. It's algorithm. <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's, that's, that's good, man. Okay, thanks, man. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, you understand? Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> good, uh, yeah, okay. That, that's very funny, man. Okay. Uh, not a belly laugh funny, though. Uh, it's no. a, but if you didn't find it funny, basically you didn't understand, did you? The the people at home, that is. Yeah, but everyone understands algorithm. Yeah, but uh, uh, but if they did not, then uh, they they it's stupid. just because they they didn't understand because they're not smart enough to be listening to such a highbrow publication as the Salpiolimi podcast. Okay, well that yeah, that's true, of course. Yes, of course. Okay, next joke. Okay, what does Chris Akabusi shout? When a Nazi pulls a gun on him. A Luger! A Luger! <laughs> yes, this this is my favorite joke uh, this, that you've ever made up. I love that joke. This could require some explanation. So uh, Chris Ekabusi is the guy, he used to be the guy of Gladiators? No, no, no. Chris Ekabusi is uh, the 400 meters uh, Olympic champion. Yes, but uh, did it, he says, a Luger, a Luger. Oh, def- yeah, he definitely yeah. says Awuga. But, but where does he say Awuga? I thought he said it when he presented uh, the the TV show of Gladiators. I guess. I don't know, man. Okay, well, that's what it I was. That, uh, oh, as a presenter? As a presenter, yeah, because after being a, uh athlete, he became a pundit. That's right. And uh, I think, uh, is that not right? No, not a pundit, a TV presenter, though. Yes. I'm, I'm saying, I'm, I'm hearing from the, from the voice in my ear. That it's a definite yes. Okay, man. Uh, so yeah. Regardless, anyway, man, that That's is a tremendous joke. I love it. <laughs> Thank you, man. Uh, so there's just one more joke. This is my favorite. This is a this no is joke. Favorite. Okay. Uh, you only get it if you're a certain age range, really. But uh, we're gonna go for it anyway. And if you don't understand, I don't think we should explain this one. We're just gonna go straight from this one into the next song. So uh, there's no time for a deathly silence with no laugh. Here we go. What do you call a fault line that pretends to be Indian? It's Fisher Stevens.
There was the uh, the Grateful Dead with a ripple. There was a live track. Uh, did you like that, Mayor? Well, that was ace, man. Yeah, it's so beautiful, nice. isn't it? Yeah, definitely. The Grateful Dead have done a very generous thing, and uh, 
they they've released their entire live back catalog, uh, from which there is a huge amount because uh, even shows which they did not record themselves, they actively encouraged their fans to bring uh, tape decks and the such, whatever technology permitted at the time. Some of it's filmed on wax cylinder, uh, magnetic wires, uh, etc. Uh, some of it's been taught to uh, little little tiny creatures like uh, a spider as knows some of the songs. Okay, that's and uh, nice. they uh, they've been all released into the public domain, and there there is a huge uh, arsenal of them in a, a museum in America or something. <laughs> uh, you can find yeah. those on the internet. Uh, we'll put a pointer on the uh, show notes so you can find them in the internet. Uh, very kind people, nice to them. So we'll definitely be playing uh, more of their music. Uh, ab- absolutely. There's a, yeah. they're, it, they're not the only band to have done this, but I, I won't ruin our future set lists by uh, saying which other bands have done this. Okay, man. Okay. <laughs> Okay, so now we've got a few quiz questions for you. We really genuinely just have, like, uh, a, a, a few quiz questions. So uh, I'm going to let Bryce, you, you can start with the first one, man. Um, okay, man. Um, so the first question is, uh, songs with the genre of music in the lyrics. Okay, yeah? so what that means is you got to find a song, and the song might be a jazz song. Or a blues song. Or a jazz. Song. Or a that was nice. Uh, a another uh, a hippity hop song. Hippity hoppity, yeah. Uh, what are the genres of music? Are there? Um, rock, classical, slasher. Uh, no, that's a film, isn't it? Grindcore. Um, punk, punk house. Space. Yeah, so you get the the groove with that, uh, and uh, you've got to find a song. So, uh, say for example. Uh, Tom York wrote an experimental song and he goes like this. This is an example of uh, what, what we're looking for. So he goes... Mm, mm, mm. Oh, the song is so experimental. Like that. So that's what we're looking for. We're looking at examples of songs with the genre of the music within the lyric. Okay. Next Easy, question. man. Easy. Okay, yeah, next question, man. Next question is, movies which claim to be based on a true story, which are not. So, uh, does that require any further explanation? That's The the question in itself is an explanation of the question. Yeah, um, uh, without giving anything away, I think uh, one example would be uh, that Anthony Hawkins film where he kills himself a bear. Uh, Oh, okay, yeah, I'm going to... Over the edge? I'm going to kill me a uh, mother F-bomb. Bear. Yeah, that's right. Bear. Yeah. Uh, uh, that's that a true one. story, probably. Yeah. Uh, I think it is, man. Uh, okay, next question. Um, okay. Um, so the next one is, uh, we need you to tell us, or, or, or write in, um, with wrong acronyms. Yeah. So, uh, what's the obvious one, man? Well, I don't really want to say. Oh, okay, should we just use it up so people don't write in with a board? Yeah, because one otherwise we'll end up with 10 million of the same answer, man. Okay. So uh, the obvious one is pin number. Uh, this gets my uh, biscuit and crushes it into the carpet. It makes me fume. 
uh, I'm not happy with this. Yeah. Pin, Be- pin number number. Yeah. Do you want to break it down for us? So, pin. Pin. Personal identification number. 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 So you've got to put it in twice, yeah? Yeah. Pin number. 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 Uh, number. So, yeah. So find other examples that are not pin number number and uh, send them to us. Uh, I think there's just one last question. Yeah, okay, man. Uh, this is uh, the, my favorite question, man. You can, you can read okay. it, though. Okay. So the, the last question is, we need a better name for our quiz, because currently it's called Quiz, and uh, it's not so snappy. That's not really a question, either. That's uh, a request. Well, I, I, to be perfectly honest, n- the, the rest of them barely qualify as questions. Yeah, that's true. Uh... So yeah, so uh, yeah, send us in a good name for the quiz, and uh, whoever sends in our favorite set of four answers will win a thing. Ooh, a thing! Yeah, Fair we'll enough. send you a, a delightful thing. It it'll be great. Uh, satisfaction is guaranteed. Probably. Yeah, and that that pretty much sums up the show. Uh, we've had a we've had a nice time. It was a little bit nerve wracking at first before it started, but I think we got quite smooth. Uh, I feel quite smooth. How do you feel, man? Um, I'd say you're quite hairy. Uh, I'm oh. quite smooth. Okay, but like it's a downy hair. It's like a Robert Downey hair. Smooth. It's nice. That's pretty cool, man. Okay, uh, so, uh, that sound... That sound, uh, oh, I think oh, that, that basically means we've pretty much run out of time. Uh, if you've got anything good that you think the world should know, please send it in to us. If you think we're great, uh, please let us know. Uh... And, uh, thank you for listening. Yeah, uh, thank you. We've enjoyed it. We've really enjoyed it, man. So have you. Uh, and this is this is us leaving. So uh, goodbye. So goodbye. 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 So goodbye. 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 Goodbye.